This episode of Focus on This is brought to you by Compass, a monthly program to help full Focus Planner users stay on track with their goals, even through today's crisis. Learn more at fullfocusplanner.com slash compass. So again, here are the best practices. The first one is schedule it. <laughs> the first one is... <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Focus on This, the most productive podcast on the internet, so you can banish distractions, get the right stuff done, and finally start loving Mondays with your hosts, Courtney Baker and Blake Stratton. Courtney, how are you doing today? I'm good. I am excited about this episode, and you know what? I know if you've listened to this episode before, you're like, Blake, you're always excited about every episode, and the truth is, I'm usually lying. I'm I'm just kidding. You and I both do not lack in the like getting excited department. It's true. But the reason I like this episode so much is because we are talking about my favorite tool in the full focus planner, the weekly preview. Yes. Bam. But it's weekly preview scuba edition. That's right. It's not just like the weekly preview. It's like the best practices exactly for the weekly preview. So if you've never done a weekly preview, you're like, what are you talking about weekly preview? What we're talking about is the time you set aside each and every week to learn lessons from the past week and set priorities for the upcoming week. That's what you do in a weekly preview. And uh, if you use the full focus planner, you know all about it because there's a, a six step process that you walk through. Right. And it's really all about taking your annual goals and breaking down into your weekly objectives. It's the tool that helps you do that. Really take those annual goals into weekly objectives and then ultimately into daily tactics. tasks. Into daily what? <laughs> into daily <laughs> tasks. <laughs> so we are going to go a little bit deeper in this episode for you you know, people that have been trying this for a while, maybe you'll be wondering, man, it's hard for me to do my weekly preview or I'm struggling in some capacity. We have four best practices for you to uh, do it really successfully. So if you've done it for a while, you'll love this episode. If you're new to it, guess what? You're going to get a head start because you'll learn from the pros. Yeah. Speaking of, uh, our friend Nick is here with us today. Oh, hey, Nick. Hey, y'all. And you're still a pretty new Full Focus Planner user, so I'm really interested. Have you done a weekly preview yet? Yes. I, the, the Daily Big Three and then a, a weekly preview were the first two things I did. But I do find that – I do find like I, I have this sense that it's not doing as much for me as I feel like it should. So mm-hmm. I'm very mm-hmm. – I mean, what better guidance can I get mm. than sitting here and just – I'm just going to stare at you intently yeah. and demand you perform for me. I'm, yeah. I'm kind of honored you say that. Because you sit with Michael Hyatt all the time Mm -hmm. recording his podcast. So Mm -hmm. we'll see what we can do, Blake. That's cool you're able to graduate to our podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, but Nick, we appreciate you being here, turning the knobs, uh, making us sound like functional human beings. I appreciate that. You're welcome. I did want to say, we actually got the content from this episode from our staff, which... There's a lot of pro users on our staff. I mean, we are all all about the full focus planner. And so that's where this content came from. Right. We crowdsourced our people. Let's jump in. The first best practice is 
to schedule it. Schedule it. Schedule a specific time when you will do your weekly preview. Yeah, this is don't make yourself have to determine this every week, you know, 52 times a year. Just make one decision of when you're going to have your weekly preview and then add it to your calendar. Block it off. Um, as Michael Hyatt says, what gets scheduled gets done and it applies with your weekly preview as well. Yep. And make sure to choose an optimal time. So for some of you, that may be a Friday afternoon. You're about to end your work week and it's a nice way to kind of put a button on the work week and you know look ahead towards the weekend and the upcoming work week. For me, that's it's actually Sunday morning. So my wife and I discovered that that's the most optimal time. Uh, we are fortunate. We, we do go to church on Sundays, but we have an afternoon service, and that just works out with everyone's schedule. And our minds are fresher in the morning, so we tend to just enjoy the process and are able to rely on our discoveries in the weekly preview when we have that optimal morning time together. Yeah, and I, I usually do mine on Sunday evenings, but I've actually recently tested doing it on Monday morning. Um, but the important thing is find the time that works for you and stick with it. Um, and an additional thing you can do is actually set an activation trigger. So, for example, it might be after team meeting on Friday. That's your time to do your weekly preview. And make sure you put in enough time in your calendar. So, Nick, for you, you're still pretty new at doing the weekly preview. I would say err on the side of scheduling too much time. Uh, but if you've tried to do a weekly preview, maybe try to do it once and it felt like it took forever, take heart. Because the more that you stick with the system, the you know the less time that that really needs to take. Yeah, absolutely. How, how long is it taking you right now, Nick? Well, okay. So I originally was doing it on Sunday night because that's mm-hmm. how the calendar... I mean, you sort of it goes to the weekend, and so the Monday is the start of the week. And then I found that I like could not focus. Mm-hmm. I was so Friday afternoons, based on a tip I had heard from somebody else, uh, it probably takes me like forty five minutes. Yeah, really. Um, That's I, did, I, good. I just put on some music. I like I let Spotify do some work, and I close my door. I work from home, and I just make it happen. Yeah, that's awesome. And I think that's pretty standard when you're starting off. It also could be, you know, for example, Blake, I stole a tip from you about doing your like weekly budget review, like financial review as part of your weekly preview. And so it does take me longer than basically what we're saying here, like allow 30 minutes. Sometimes that takes me a little bit longer than that because I've added something additional to my weekly preview. But the important thing is to find your rhythm, find what works for you and stick to it. Best practice number two, make notes throughout the week. So these are especially helpful uh, if you're like me and at the end of the week, you're like, okay, what just happened? You're like, I literally haven't no. I'm so futuristic that the past is totally like, it's totally gone for me. And so taking notes of like, hey, what were things that, you know, what were wins for me? I also like to keep track of like, you know, people that did things that were really impactful or that I noticed during the week, items that I want to follow up with. Those just help me when I get to my weekly preview to be able to move through those things quickly. Um, And it also gives you that sense of, you know, like you're a little less scattered. You're a little like, I got this. I'm going through my weekly preview. Absolutely. So make notes in the planner. Maybe you have a journal, a digital journal, or maybe use something like the full focus journal where you're keeping track of other things that are happening throughout the week, reference those as well. 
And, you know, not only will that help you go faster through the weekly preview, I think for me, it helps me trust the weekly preview. I think that's the power is that you want to trust the process that you're going through to be like, okay, am I really, you know, setting the right big three this week, given everything that's happened? Am I really learning the lessons that were there for me to learn? So yeah, making notes can be really helpful. Best practice three is get focused. So you may at the beginning, so Nick, with where you're at, you know, it sounds like you're kind of clicking along here with your weekly preview, but if you were struggling to kind of get that practice going, what we would say is find someone to partner with, you know, find someone that can help you give that sense of accountability. Um, And honestly, it kind of makes doing a weekly preview pretty fun. You know, you can share wins, learnings. Um, that could be your spouse. It could be a roommate. It could be a coworker. Yep, great. I already mentioned I do my weekly preview with my wife. We, we love doing that together. It's it's not just a time of productivity, but really a time of connection. That's kind of an added bonus. For others, the best tip we could give you is actually just to join our Compass community. So what Compass allows you to do is to schedule a weekly preview time with another person in the community. So someone that uses the planner, they could be on the other side of the world. You know, we've got people internationally in Compass. It's pretty cool, pretty fun, but it's on your calendar and there's sort of this energy, this accountability energy to stay focused and to actually move through your weekly preview. So check out Compass if you haven't. It's amazing. Um, In addition, go to a place you won't be distracted. So for me, (laughs) this also means, you know, don't do this on my computer. So like I don't have my computer at all when I do my weekly preview. Anything calendar related, I make myself use my phone because I know myself and I open my computer and then all of a sudden, 15 minutes into my weekly preview, you know, I've gone through all the emails that were in some random folder or I started, you know, organizing Google Drive. All the very... That's so funny. I'm the opposite. My phone is way more distracting oh, to me so than, than my computer. Like I would have my computer up to my calendar and just have it there. But listen, here's it's the thing. different for everyone. You know yourself. Just do the thing. Put yourself in the best possible situation to not be distracted. You know, go to a place like a coffee shop or a park or, you know, maybe go to a room in your house that you know can be quiet and you can just like a Nick, you reference, you know, you go to your office, shut the door and make sure nobody comes in. Or if you're in a public place and you've got coworkers around, you know, put your headphones on and that sign that says <laughs> don't knock on my door. Uh, another pro tip, if you're having trouble getting there, you know, like you're trying to set the weekly preview habit Something that I used to do when I really wanted to create this habit was I would go to my favorite coffee shop and I would kind of splurge a little bit. Like I would get like a really nice cappuccino and I would get a croissant and kind of a fun little, ooh, it's my fun weekly preview treat. And then I would kind of associate that with doing the weekly preview. Uh, it, it was pretty great. That is a great life. idea. Yeah. Like pairing it with something nice or like if you have a TV show that you love, it's like when you get done with your weekly preview – then you can watch that right. show, you know. But you do have to make sure you don't every time you go to the coffee shop get what would be your really what great. would be your weekly preview TV show Treat? reward? No, oh, no, no, show. I, yeah, oh, what would you gosh. reward? I can't believe you're gonna. What's ask the me show? This? What's the show that like you're not gonna kind watch? It's kind of embarrassing. I know. That's, Y'all know I, I'm an Enneagram three. I don't like. Uh, <laughs> I love the show Survivor. 
Interesting. I Survivor. I I know, guys. It's one of the most popular shows on TV. I know. People 2003 are still was watching. amazing. Survivor. Uh, yeah. I know, exactly. <laughs> I think it's still one of the best shows. I love it. I think just the strategy, all that stuff. I am desperate for my husband listen, to be on the show. He's going to be great. Listen, so. Co- Courtney's not here to make friends, people. <laughs> <laughs> I know there's some people out there listening right now, right? You're with me, Survivor, right? If you love Survivor, go online. Mm-hmm. And let us know about it. Hashtag yeah, let, focus let, on this podcast. Please, exactly. Please let me know. You're out there. I know. There's like millions of us. They're going to come out of the woodwork. And uh, that tangent was brought to you by best practice number three, <laughs> get focused. Okay. So best practice four for mastering the weekly preview. Follow the steps. So there are six steps that we list in the planner each week. And you don't have to have a planner. So obviously we're talking about the full focus planner on this system, but the power is in the system, right? So even if you don't have a planner, you can still follow these steps. So if you don't know what those steps are, right now, go in your podcast app, scroll back through our last episodes, look for episode number six. It's titled, How to Get Ahead Every Week. So just to recap, the six steps are list your biggest wins, perform an after-action review, do a list sweep, do your weekly overview where you're looking at your calendar and your big tasks you got to take care of, personal and professional, set your weekly big three, and then step six is do your self-care planning. Yeah, and I think it's important not to skip steps, especially at first. Um, and honestly, even along the way, a lot of times I find the steps that I am likely to skip are usually the ones that I actually need the most. Like you won't list your wins or do self-care. That's my exactly. guess. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. You're like, okay, I, I just really need to fix the problems and know what my weekly big three is. But actually, you know, those other things are what I really, really need. Um, but it's just easy because it's it's easy to skip because those are the things that are harder for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so if you're new to doing weekly previews, I would co-sign that, follow the steps, get used to that. And then what you'll notice is that you will naturally customize those steps. There will be things that you add or shift or adjust uh, to make it even a better fit for you. Courtney, what are some things that you do week to week that are customizations? You mentioned, you know, doing the the budget thing. Yeah, which I stole from you, which was a great tip. Thank you for that. We also both do this with our spouses, which has Mm -hmm. been a great adjustment for my family. Um, One thing that I, it's pretty intuitive as you're going through the weekly preview, but it's not explicit. And that is to go through your annual goals. I do that before I do my weekly big three. I go back and look through my annual goals. Mm. Yeah, Um, It seems obvious before you said your weekly big threes, but I think it's really important to do that there. Um, and then I do try to think of things that I'm I'm grateful for as well as um, team members that have done things that I that really stood out to me during the week. Yeah, one of the customizations that I've made is to the self-care planner. So if you're familiar with that section, we list out these different categories of self-care. Uh, that's something that you probably should customize because – each person, that self-care and what you may need in this season is going to be different for everyone. So let me give you a real-life example. 
So my wife and I will do the the preview together, uh, but our personalities are a little different. She is more naturally extroverted, so she gets a lot of energy. She really uh, just lights up when she is able to spend time with her friends or, w- or meet new people, um, when she's able to externalize things, you know, and process things with someone else. Me, I actually kind of have a different day-to-day experience where I'm actually talking or in conversation almost all day long, and I'm really actually pretty introverted. So in our weekly preview, we look ahead and go, okay, when would be a great time for Blake to get some alone time? And when would be, you know, is is there at least two times this week, you know, uh, it kind of depends based on our calendar that week, but where are the pockets of time where Elena could, you know, get out and and uh, connect with a friend? You know, should we plan for that now? Should we hire the babysitter now, right? So those are the types of things that if we wait until midweek, now that you don't realize you need self-care until it's like Wednesday, Thursday, whatever, and you're like, I'm grumpy, you know, and I don't know why, right? Um, that's my grumpy character. That's what I sound like when I'm grumpy. So yeah, that's one of those self-care customizations that we do is just based on our personality, what are our specific needs? Let's find that time now. So hopefully these best practices have been helpful for you, have spurred on some new ideas that of things maybe you want to try. But again, the best practices are to schedule it, make notes throughout the week, get focused, and follow the steps. That's right. And soon, my friend, you too will be a master (laughs) of the weekly preview. (laughs) Yeah. And I think the result is you and I talk all the time about how the weekly preview is our favorite tool. It's the thing that we both feel like is the magic of the Mm -hmm. full focus system. It's really that thing that bridges the gap between your annual goals and your daily action. And one, and is the thing that gives both of us like, such a sense of like control and like Mm -hmm. clarity for the week ahead that I just urge you, if you haven't tried the weekly preview or maybe you've missed some time, you know, like try these best practices, see if you can get that back installed. And we'd love to hear how it goes from you in the full focus community. Hey everybody, Mike Boyer here. Just wanted to let you know that we have some very exciting announcements coming that might interest both users of the Full Focus Planner and listeners of the Focus on this podcast. Make sure you're subscribed to the podcast and following the Full Focus Planner community on Facebook to get all of the updates. Trust me, you won't want to miss what's coming. Now, let's hear from Linda, who has a question for Courtney and Blake. Yeah, I have a question for you. I'm, I'm struggling a little bit. I, like, I love the Full Focus Planner. I use it. I've been using it daily, and I started in January. What I find kind of difficult is when life messes up my plans. Oh, don't you hate that? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, it can mess it up in a good way or a bad way, but, um, you know. (laughs) True, true. Good point. I um, I have five adult children, four have their own kids, and they're located either, and most of them are three or ten hours ahead of me. So I can plan to to work at certain times, but that's when they're going to call me. And then in the evening, they're asleep. I'm a, I'm on the West Coast, but there are also good things like one of my kids just had a baby, so I'm not flying out to to visit because of all the coronavirus stuff. But I'm talking to them more. I want to talk to them more. 
a good problem, but yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I, it seems like whenever I get on sort of a planning mode or especially if it's a new project or there's something exciting, like you just started using a new planner in January, you know, the full mm-hmm. focus planner mm-hmm. and it's got all these tools. It can be easy to just want to fill in the blanks of things. You see the time on the calendar. And so it's like, great, let's plug this in and let's have, you know, there's three, I could have a weekly big three. So let me do all three. Let me do three big things today. And what we tend to find is things take longer than they take sometimes (laughs) Mm -hmm. or unexpected things happen, right? There's interruptions. Mm -hmm. And I think the takeaway is that you can actually, you can never plan for the specific interruptions or the specific unexpected things. That's what makes them unexpected, obviously. But I think what you can begin to plan for, the more you get used to this mode of planning, Linda, is to schedule in some buffer. So to actually, uh, as they say, expect the unexpected, right? Which is always easy, you know, maybe easier said than done. But what that looks like for me is, you know, I actually will block out time during the week, like in an ideal week, for instance, it's not all activities to the max because there's space. I actually have blocks Mm -hmm. of time where it's like free time you know, or buffer time. Mm -hmm. When I map out my day, Mm -hmm. I actually make sure that I have, this is a takeaway from one of my weekly previews was like, gosh, I tend to have at least 90 to two hours of unexpected, urgent things that come up in a given day. And so what I started to do was, okay, I can schedule what I want to do, but I need to make sure I have at least two hours of buffer scheduled because otherwise I will always be behind. That's great advice. <laughs> that's that is really good advice. Thank you. Yeah, I think that's I think that's really good advice. And I totally agree with that. I would also say, you know, if you're looking at maybe your goals or your weekly big three or even your daily big three, the thing that gives me a lot of confidence or maybe that like less shame kind of thing is just to know those things can change. You know, like you are allowed. Yes. To say in the middle of the day, you know what, something has changed and I didn't know what I know now. And my big three for the day needs to become my big one for the day. Or you know what, this big goal that I had, um, it's not possible anymore. And you can either revise it or you could just delete it altogether and you know, you pursue something different. That is all allowed. And that flexibility and being able to do that gives me a lot of uh, freedom to actually still push really hard for goals because I know if needed, I can make a change. Right, right. Well, both excellent suggestions. Thank you both. I've, again, I, I do find that using the planner, and so far I've been using the daily pages and the weekly preview. I haven't even gotten to a quarterly preview yet. I find it does help my uh, productivity and it also definitely improves my focus and allows me to prioritize more. And uh, despite occasional frustration, uh, it adds to a sense of accomplishment. So I'm, I'm very glad that I, I started using it. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, thanks for trying it out. And if there's ever, you know, if you keep running into like frustrating parts, we would love to you know, maybe have you back on the podcast to talk about what those are, or if there's, you know, some best practices we could share to help you kind of get through those. Mm-hmm. 
And give yourself, remember, I, I love what Courtney shared, but give yourself some grace. You're, you're still a newbie. You know, you're, you're not yet one quarter in. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. It's, but, yeah, it takes some you practice. Know, I, I, I hope, I hope my kids keep calling me <laughs> and, keep talking to them. and and the way the clock works, it's going to be in the middle of my work day. So, um, yep. I think you're, you're right that I should plan for the unexpected. So. Yep, absolutely. Well, thanks for joining us uh, again, Linda, and hopefully we'll see you in a few months as a like pro full focus planner user <laughs> in the future. Sounds good. Thank you again. Thanks, Thank you Linda. for the podcast and the full focus planner. Take Thank care. You. Bye. Bye. So Blake, any final thoughts today for the people? Yes. Dear people, <laughs> here's my final thought. If you're into personal development, if you're trying to grow, trying to really hit your goals, I think there's a temptation to always look outside of yourself or of your world to learn those things you think you need to learn. I need to, um, you know, read all these different books or I need to go to these conferences or I need, and, and all those things are great. I mean, definitely read books and go to conferences, of course, but the truth is, I think the most valuable lessons that I've learned have come from my experiences, have come from the events of the previous week. It's likely that the lessons that will be most valuable to you this very week are hiding in last week's events. And the power of a weekly preview is that it gives you an opportunity to reflect and extract those lessons. So the better you are at a weekly preview, guess what? the more progress you are able to make week to week. Yeah, that's so good and so important. Would you would you say it was genius, my final thought? Did it blow your mind? Uh, well, I've heard you talk about that before. So, so. And it still did. Wow, that's amazing. <laughs> it's still just, you're dumbfounded that's, with just, oh, that's, wow. Thank yeah, you, Courtney. Absolutely. Thank you. Well, thanks to everybody listening for joining us today on Focus on This. That's right. It's the most productive podcast on the internet. Yeah, so, you know, if you've got friends, do share. Yeah, use the hashtag focus on this podcast, and we will be back here with you on Monday to kick off another great week. That's right. Until then, stay, stay focused. focused. This episode of Focus on This is brought to you by Compass a monthly program to help full focus planner users stay on track with their goals, even through today's crisis. Learn more at fullfocusplanner.com slash compass.